three, two, one. Welcome to the Real Estate Podcast, episode five. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. Big fella. G'day, mate. We've got a uh, special show today. Yeah, interesting couple of topics to cover. Um, welcome, Dominique. Dominique, for those who don't know, Dominique is our business development manager here at NGU Real Estate at Greater Springfield. Um, Dom's been with us for a period of time now, but came to, a, came to us with a... Um, a wealth of knowledge behind her um, and has really changed the, the dynamic of our property management division in this office. So um, very exciting to have Dom on the show. Welcome, Dom. Thank you. Hello. Welcome, Dom. I know everyone at home seen a female sitting in between us and they thought, is that Ash Barty? <laughs> <laughs> it's the next best thing. Now, we've upgraded this, um, this episode. We've got a few different pieces happening. We've got a person on the show. We've also got... We've got the... Uh, you know, we've got everything happening. Dan was looking so terrible in the um, in the last <laughs> videos. I decided I'd get him one of those flash lights that they use on the on the movies and the now I'm beautiful Channel Nine and all those places use. So yeah. hopefully this is helping look a little bit better for those out there in the audience. Yeah, but um, solid five. Enough of the fluff. Let's move on. Yes. So we've got lots happening at the moment now, mate. The first thing I want to talk about is the market. I, I was having breakfast this morning at four a.m. in the morning, and you can't hide it. You can't get away from it. The media is just barking. At the moment, like, can you give everyone at home a bit of a report on what's happening out here in Greater Springfield? Well, I just want to report on the whole market. It really frustrates me the the whole news um, and the way that they base their their um, their feelings and their reporting on real estate because it's all based off numbers of the whole entire space, and it's not based off individual markets. It's not based off price ranges. Yeah, it's not based off anything specific. It's based off just a whole broad spectrum. And um, that obviously gives a false indication to the marketplace or the people out there of what's actually happening. For example, realist, well, t- look, not example, actually, what happens in real estate is really simple. It's yeah. supply versus demand. Right now, there's a, su- a higher supply of the lower range stock between four and 600,000. That's probably the most amount of stock that's on the market um, out this way, particularly. Yep. Therefore, that market has softened. It's still selling, it's still moving, it's just taking a little bit more time and the buyers have a little bit more um, leeway, I guess, and more opportunity to look at other properties because they're not going off the market in two seconds. On the other end of the scale out here, for example, million to 1.2 quality homes, big blocks of land, four to five bedrooms, multiple living spaces, there's not much stock in the market. No. Therefore, supply's low, demand's high, crazy market. We had one on the weekend, for example, one to 1.1 million, Augustine Heights. We had 30 groups for that property. We've got six offers on it and, and the offers are over the range. Mm. Now, this property's worth, I'm selling it for $450,000 more than I sold it for two years ago. Yeah. Yet, I could put 20 of those on the market tomorrow, 20 of that house in sell. the same suburb. I'd sell all 20 of them and I'd have multiple offers on all 20. Yeah. So, when the when the media comes out and says that the whole market's softened and the, the, the market's down 7%, it's actually not. There's micro markets inside the whole market that's down. Another example, Brisbane, luxury market. Mm. Bugger all stock on the market right now because people have been afraid to build or haven't built. So if you want a brand new home or, or some new quality renovated properties, there's stuff all of them on the market. Everyone wants them. Yeah. So um, as you know, we've just completed a development, a few of us guys from NGU with a mill in, in Indrapilly. 
crazy popular at 4.9 million. Mm. We're just about to build another one in there because we know that's what the market wants. If we, if we had 50 of those properties in there, we'd sell all 50 of them because that's what the market wants, supply versus demand. So it's not across the whole board. Um, their comments, their, their marketing is very broad, very frustrating. So I think to get a true understanding of your market, your actual market, your suburb, your type of house, you need to talk to an, an expert real estate agent in the area who would actually have a way better clue as to what's happening across the board. Yeah, absolutely. We went to a, an appraisal yesterday, for an example, and it's a gentleman who's looking to do a lot of work across the board for his house, but he's nervous to put the money in long term because he, you know, he's listening to the mar- to the media. Yeah, uh, we're saying to everyone out there, if you're if you're giving yourself a point of difference and you're doing the right things and you're putting the money in the right places. Uh, absolutely, you will get a good result. The yep. market is still strong in Greater Springfield and, and you know everywhere throughout Australia. If you're separating yourself from the standard stock, you're going to sell well. Absolutely. And the thing that has softened, I guess, is probably um, you know the land sale and building market because people don't have a lot of confidence around yeah. that, which you can't blame them. There's absolutely. been a lot of big builders that have gone bust over the last 12 months. Um, you know, I'd give my opinion on that, but might upset a few people. Um, but... Look, there's some quality builders still out there. Um, you just have to make sure you're doing your homework if you are going to build. But we are starting to see some resale land come back to the market across Greater Springfield, which we haven't seen for the last couple of years. Yep. Um, it was only a matter of 18 months ago, two years ago, they released land. There'd be four, 500 people lined Good up buy block. To, to buy one. So um, that side of the market, yes, it has softened. Building prices are up. It's hard to get a builder. Timelines are longer. Um, so therefore, again, all that does is help the stuff that is brand new built. Absolutely. Why we've had such great success. I mean, we recently just sold one for um, Hancock Homes who a quality builder been around here for over 30 years um really really popular yep. D- due to the fact it's brand new it's ready to move it's into available now and you can't buy anything like that yep. so to say that the whole market shit itself and it's dying down and it's dropped this percent absolute horseshit it's yep. um frustrating to listen to undoubtedly there's people out there that are hurting interest rate rises are still happening fingers crossed that um they pull up stumps here there's chat that it may it's chat that they may not it'll depend on what inflation does over the next month but Fingers crossed that they pull up stumps here and people can really start to set out um, some budgets moving forward and know that that's where they're going to stay for a period of time or not go up at the very least. So um, difficult times for people out there, no doubt. Hopefully um, for all of our listeners, you can hold on um, and and re-budget and get yourself through this this tough period. Um, And fingers crossed they pull up the rate rises here. Mate, I want to go into property management, a big reason as to why we've got Dom on the show today. Um, there's a lot of people that are still looking for rental properties. There's people that are capitalising on on the rental crisis that we've had in the last 12 months. Uh, rental prices have gone through the roof and they, they still remain quite high as yeah. we speak. So what we want to talk about today, Dom, is giving those people that are looking for a rental the best opportunity to secure a rental. What can they actually do when they rock up to the door, you're there, opening the house for the first time what are you looking for from a from a rental perspective absolutely i think obviously come to the the first viewing yep. make yourself available give yourself that time to have the time to look through <laughs> properties yes 
be organised, have everything ready to go, have your pay slips, ensure you have affordability, your income's got to be there. Obviously, references, ensure that your references are ready for us to call, make that's them a, aware. That's a big one. We, we have references and we call them up and they've got no idea yes, who the yeah. person is, what they've done. They're applying for a house, so that's a massive one. Or, or don't even answer the phone. Yeah. You know, those people need to, you know, have an expectation that, hey, the real estate's going to call you in the next couple of days with a blood for a property, please keep an eye out for a number yep. coming from Ipswich or Brisbane or wherever you might be. Yep. Um, I think that's an important one too because it really does hold up the process, right, if we're waiting yep. for people to get back to us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Be organised, have everything ready, pay slips, all your documents, photo identification, everything you need to apply. Be the first one at the open homes. Put your application in quickly if you're interested in the property and that will give you the best chance of securing a property. And Dom, would you agree that um, an open for inspection for a rental property is very much like a job interview? If you see someone rock up, they present well, Absolutely. they speak well, um, you get a feeling that they look after themselves, they look after the property, yeah. which is obviously a really important element for our investors. Um, so tell us a little bit about how important that, that job interview inspection is absolutely obviously well presented um if you're bringing your children make sure they stay with you hold their hand if they're little children obviously if there's people living in the property we need to respect their stuff um have a look around ask questions and that's pretty much the process i think it um it goes back to a little bit dan and i spoke about this a few episodes ago about buyers and um you know we meet so many people and and dom for you sometimes you'll you'll have four or five inspections on different properties in a row. So therefore you may meet a hundred people. So in order to stand out, you need to make yourself known to the agent. I think it's the same for rental properties as it is if you're buying a property. If there's multiple applications and multiple offers and someone stood out to me and made the effort to have a conversation and seemed very genuine and serious, they're probably the ones that I'm going to, you know, recommend highly to the owners more so than someone that didn't say hello to me, was in and out, applied for the property. I didn't know them from a bar of soap. So, um, Treat it like a job interview. Present yourself well. Um, at the end of the day, we want people in our properties that we look after to look after them. The other thing we want to talk about too is is from an investor uh, perspective as well, Dom. You've obviously come into the office here. Kurt and I are, you know, we're sales focused and now we're really trying to shift into a property management division focus. You've obviously opened our eyes in, in regards to what it what it takes to rent a property. And something, we want to give some tips to, to the investors out there as well. Um, there is a lot of investors still buying throughout Greater Springfield, which is good to see. The one thing that you said that stood out to me was when you take on an investment, when you buy an investment and it is an investment, you have to let go of the house emotionally. Can you sort of explain that a little bit more in detail and exactly what you mean by that? Yeah, absolutely. So I guess... For an investment property, if you're buying an investment property, I guess it's a lot of the time if you've lived in the property and now you're moving on to something better, a lot of investors have an emotional attachment to their property. Yep. They need to let go of that emotional attachment and realise that it is just an investment now. Um, They need to allow us to manage the process and guide them and give them advice. Um, Things happen. People live in properties um tenants do default unfortunately it happens obviously being prepared and organized and educated having that really good landlord protection insurance having things in place so that they can then step back and relax and know that their property is being managed efficiently yeah um it'll it'll make that 
that process a lot less stressful for them. Just putting a bit of trust. Putting a bit of trust us. into the agency. Yep. Finding the right agent that they can trust and yep. that they know is going to do the right thing for them makes a big difference, definitely. Yeah. yeah, and look, one of the big standout things for me with Dom is, and I find this really important as well, is um, although the investor is the one that's paying us at the end of the day, I feel it's really important as an agency to not only obviously give them the best service that we can, but at the end of the day, the tenant pays good rent to live in that property and they deserve the level of service and the style of property that they initially looked at. So um, a big one we see obviously is people probably dive a little bit too deep into their investment and don't leave enough excess funds to maintain the property to a standard that the tenant should um, receive when they're paying good rent for a home. Absolutely. And that's why I think the new um, legislation and the rental reforms that were created are definitely going to help a lot of those real estate agents that struggle to get instructions to fix things. Yeah. Um, where now we have a little bit more of a leeway of where... You know, if the homes are looked after and the tenants are looked after, then they're going to do the right thing and they're going to look after the property. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Um, just going back a little bit into the, the rental slash sales thing, yep. um, I think why we are seeing some good investors still purchasing the area is purely because of the rental prices are nice and high. So um, the yields are actually remaining very, very strong. Very strong. Although interest rates have probably hurt some investors, um, the growth of rental prices has probably um, helped us sustain that for a lot of them yeah um so i think that's a really important element to understand as well is i I hear a lot of people and even other agents saying you know there's going to be a huge level of stock come to the market over the next 12 months as interest rates um, come off their fixed terms um undoubtedly there will be some but i think a lot of people will be able to hold on particularly investors based off you know the the growth and the increase in rental prices which um fingers crossed, can help them survive through it. I think that's all going to come down to, obviously, the education that the property manager can give the client yep. and um, foreseeing the future, predicting lease renewals. And I think for us, we're still having a lot of new investors buying and yep. we're still getting a lot of new properties to the market. I would focus on on that um, the, the point that Kurt made as well for the investors out there. Yes, prices are good. And they've remained good for over, you know, 18 months, I would say. Um, people have made a lot of money in terms of growth for their investments. I mean, some properties we've looked at $150, you know, go on top of, of the rental mm. in the last 12 months. Mm. What we're starting to see now is not as many people that are looking to rent throughout Greater Springfield in comparison to 12 months ago. It's definitely softened. We're not having all of those applicants that we were 12 months ago that's right so we're trying to say to our investors we're trying to say to our owners it's not necessarily about the top dollar now we're trying to really filter through the applicants we're really trying to get the right person in your house and if that is going to cost you 10 to 20 dollars we think it's worth that small loss over a long period of time absolutely if your property is sitting on market more than four to seven days, it's overpriced or not marketed properly. Yeah, yeah. And it could be the difference of just bringing an extra two or three groups through that, you know, can afford, you know, from 550 to 580, it might not seem like a large jump. But for that, that you know, family, uh, that extra $30 is just not in their budget. And that 550 family might be willing to look after your property over the next five years in, in a really well manner so something i'd really like to touch on is um this area was obviously 
over the years, over the last 10, 12 years, there was a high level of investment stock that was um, built here, particularly for investors, particularly for tenants. Yeah. And um, through a lot of those programs or sales tactics, um, we see a lot of out of area property managers have stock here in the market. And what I do see, and Dom and I look at this all the time when we're, we're obviously pricing properties, is properties that have been um, leased previously with an out-of-area agent, Gold Coast, Sunshine Coast, whatever it might be, they've not paid any attention to what's happened and how far that rent's increased. Yep. And it comes back to the market as a new rental for way, way cheaper than what it should be. And so that's a big failure on behalf of your property manager, particularly some of these properties we're talking 100 bucks a week. Yeah, absolutely. $100 a week cheaper mm. than what, what should be able to be achieved for that home. So for those investors out there, I couldn't encourage you more to keep an eye on your own market as well. Um, that unfortunately, in every industry is the same, but unfortunately in this industry, it's very easy to get complacent and just continue week to week doing what you're doing, particularly if a property manager is looking after a lot of properties. Yeah. Um, so do your due diligence and make sure you are picking the right agent. And um, look, I couldn't encourage people more to have a local agent. Local agent. Someone that can see it, someone that knows what's happening, someone that's paying attention um, and more than likely at some stage during the week has someone driving past that home because we're always on the move. So I'll give you an example. Like Right now, I'm, I'm in the process of selling a house uh, in Spring Mountain, a double-story, large block. This thing's probably worth you know high eights. Um, in, a, in the right markets, in the right situation. But because it's an out-of-area property management division that's looking after it, it's getting rented for five fifty-five. So this, prob- this is probably worth around $700 a week without fail. At the moment, that's what someone would be willing to pay for it. And that those people are entitled to stay there for the next six months. So the impact that that has on your sales process, this person unfortunately has had to sell. He has to sell right now. The impact that has had is, I would say, over thirty to forty thousand dollars in yeah. total sales yeah. price. Yeah, that that is a, a huge one to cover as well. But obviously, the rental income of a property plays a major factor on the sales price, particularly if you've got a long term lease. That's right, that tenant. So those people that they, they love the house, they're staying in the home. So we've had to get an investor that's willing to take on that loss for six months. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, interesting times across the board. Um, Just to um, speak more about, you know, Kurt's making the point of out of suburb agents. It's not not just that. It's more so having your investment assessed regularly. So people have their insurance policies assessed. They look around. It's not necessarily a cheaper agent you're looking for. It's an agent that knows the market. So look around. If you're not happy with your current investment or you don't know if you're getting the current price, ask some local agents. Get some different feedback, different ideas, so you know where your property's sitting. Because if you entrust an agent for five years plus and they're not local and they don't know our market, you may be missing out on a lot of rent. It's worth looking around and and doing your research. Yeah, it always makes me laugh that, um, you know, we're taking on managements all the time and people are arguing with us over 2% a week. And just for those out there, I mean, the average um, charge for a rental is somewhere between, depending on your price, your property, where you're located. I mean, out here, it's somewhere between sort of 7 and 8 or 9%, depending on what's happening. But yeah. We'll have we'll pitch someone at, at seven or eight percent, and they'll argue with us over two percent of their rental income per week, or even one percent at times. Um, 
you do the math on that. Yeah. At $700 a week, it's next to nothing. For, for what it's going to cost you in the end. You know, if you're not, if you're not choosing the right agency that, that don't really give us stuff. 1% of $700 is $7 a week. You want to argue over $7 a week for mm. someone who's, comp- who's going to look after your property. The difference in $7 it. to $14 is huge. But, and make sure that you've got the highest amount of yield. So, yep. um, look, some people are just naturally like that. It's not all about the, the, the upfront costs. It's about the overall process yes. and ensuring that at the end of it, you've got the best out of your investment. So, absolutely, something to consider for those out there. Um, for all the tight asses that want everything cheap, well, <laughs> You get what you pay for at the end of the day. Absolutely. And look, if you guys are looking for a, um, a property management division that, that you've got throughout Greater Springfield, uh, Dominee is obviously taking, taking over a Greater Springfield here for NGU and do, doing an amazing job. So she'd be more than happy to help you out. Perfect. And just to wind things up for um, this episode, guys, thanks for coming on, Dom. Yeah, thank Lovely you. Lovely to have you. A um, couple of accolades. It's uh, International Women's Day today. So, yes. um Thank you to all the wonderful women of our life and to Dom in our office here. We love you dearly. Um, happy International Women's Day, Women's Day. And um, to Dan, mate, congrats on making the elite status within NGU. That's a, um, a massive achievement. For those who don't Thank know you. what that is, um, it's based off a, a, um, a sales volume over a 12-month period. Um, and Dan's managed to sell over, is it 30 million? Yeah, $30 million worth of property in a consecutive 12-month period. So, um, mate, very, very exciting. That's a huge achievement, obviously. Um, new area, newborn baby, <laughs> new industry. Um, yeah, it's been a busy 12 months. So, look, that just goes to show that um, on this show, we deserve a bit of credibility because we've done it from the start. Um, Dan's done it from the start. So when we're giving advice to new agents, you should be able to listen because we can prove that we've been there and we know what we're doing. Um, so that's obviously a huge achievement. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, and then uh, some exciting news out of the office. We've got um, some new staff we starting, yes. um, which is really cool. Some young, hungry, eager guys that are willing to learn from the bottom up so Very exciting i um i really really like that attitude yep um and then obviously to um lukey mckiver he's been on my team um a lot of you would know him he's worked directly side by side um hand in hand with me for the last three years as um my sales associate and my assistant and every other role in between from painter to um, removalist <laughs> um but um luke's luke's gonna move out into selling on his own with obviously still on, under the brand yep um, which I think is very, very exciting. Very exciting. Very knowledgeable real estate agent um, who's got a lot to offer. So majority of people would have dealt with him before, if you know me, um, but we look forward to seeing what he can do over the next 12 months as well. Yeah, absolutely. Keep your eyes peeled out for his big lemon spread hitting your doorstep. Well, um, we, we do have a few questions that I sent in from, from over the period of um, since the last time. episode, but we'll shut it down today. <laughs> um, we, we've gone fairly deep into it today and there's a lot of information for people to consume. So what we might do is we might spend the last 10 minutes of the next episode just to cover off Gone a through. few of those questions because there is multiple of the same ones. So um, we'll see if we can knock out the most f- popular five or something like that and yes. um, answer some viewer questions. But as always, thanks for joining us. Please feel free to send through your questions um if you can't find our our details on social media or google these days well you don't deserve to ask us the questions from there so uh, <laughs> under every, a rock yeah everyone have a great day thanks again we'll chat to you soon okay. thanks guys hey,